2: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. It is important to understand that everybody travels a different path to success. That's because your brand is different. And I always tell people the way they achieved it is different. So you need to start writing your own story and stop reading theirs. That's how you achieve success. That's what Money Making Conversation is all about, bringing people on the show to talk about their success, talk about their, their valleys as well as their triumphs. But on this show, it's about winning. And winning is through committed effort and effort tied to a plan. One of my next guests is one of my favorite people. His name is Don Lemon. He is the host of a very popular podcast entitled Silence is Not an Option. That podcast, Silence is Not an Option, embarks on tough, honest, and provocative conversation with activists, artists, thinkers, offering perspective about our nation's deep racial divide. Now, he's also Every night you can catch him. I know I do, uh, and he's been very animated lately on CNN tonight. <laughs> he is on the show to talk about the power of not remaining silent. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation a voice for the people of America, Don Lemon. <laughs>
1: Thank you, sir. Look at you, you're big time now. Look at that. I love. Wow, you got a video wall. You, got, all right, all right, Rashawn. Thank you, sir. Thank you. you. Know well, what? I Don. like you are. You're walking the walk, and you're talking the talk. And if you if you bet on yourself, yes, sir, I'm proud of you. Look at you; you look good. Thank you. Well, Not that well, you, you know, need me to say that, but I'm well, very you proud do, of you. because I respect great. you. And
2: we've kind of like we, we met early when we we're at the radio station. I remember when you came by, I spoke to Steve and myself, and we both were finding our place and our balance and and you have your voice. And I remember last time I was on the show, I talked about your comfort zone to be able to speak your truth. And I see that every night on CNN and with, the, with the, what we've seen happen in this country in 2020. One of the first thing I want to talk about is that, you know, we constantly hear about the Republicans in Congress and Senate. This country is being divided. We don't want to divide the country. But you and I both know, as a Black person, we have always lived in a divided country. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, we're used to, um, you know, we're used to dealing with things, as they say. We're used to um, people not looking out for us for getting the short end end of the stick. But when you speak about unity, and and if you want to unify the country, if you Mm -hmm. want unity, then there must be compromise. Yes. Um, And uh, there are certain people in this country who are not used to uh, compromising. They're not used to compromise at all. And so this is a foreign thing for them. They're not used to losing. And so you see, you get what's happened. What happened last Wednesday in the Capitol? You get people mm-hmm. storming the Capitol because they believe there's no way that they can lose. That right. they're That the society is built for them. It's made for them. The laws, mm-hmm. everything, the um, the election, uh, the White House, the Capitol is all made for them. How can they lose? And so what they haven't real, what, they, what they've what they lost in all of this is, quite frankly, when you do something like that, is your mind. So if you want unity, then you have to compromise. And you also have to realize that, well, maybe I should have been telling the person who was in charge that they needed to compromise as well. And I should have been preaching unity months, if not years ago.
2: And that's absolutely the truth. Now, I live in the state of Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. In fact, uh, we saw some Republicans who were in the in charge of the voting system down here. In fact, Brad Ratzenberger is my neighbor. And I saw what happened to him. he has a football stadium lights on his yard, so people won't come up to his house at night. People oh, wow. will just go up and down his street protesting. So I saw that. When I saw what Brad Ratzenberger did and Gabriel Sterling, what was your thoughts? They were Republicans and you saw them being twisted and laid out to the wind.
1: Well I was happy that they um that they did their jobs. And I was happy that they um um, as public officials, that they abided by their oath. They had to, they had to do what was in, um, they had to follow the law quite simply. Right. And I'm glad they followed the law, but imagine if we had some people who were not as scrupulous um, mm-hmm. and who um, did not have uh, the amount of integrity that they do. Now, mm-hmm. listen, um, Brad Raffensperger has been highly criticized, and I, I think uh, many people would say rightly so, uh, for what, for purging the voter rolls before yes. the last election mm-hmm. uh, and what some would deem to be uh, voter suppression. Mm-hmm. But at least in this one instance where we are now, the, the, you know, those things have been dealt with by other Stacey Abrams. I'm not sure how much he's dealt with it, but at mm-hmm. least where we are now, he stood up for the rule of law He followed the laws and he stuck by his morals and his principles, even when um, a sitting president tried to co-opt him and get him to um, steal an election for him. So I have to say that I'm happy with the way how how they've stood up to this particular president and really to something that is un-American.
2: What was so shocking to you about that phone call that Donald Trump made? The brazenness of it. Yes. Rashawn, it was so
1: brazen and as if it was deserved it was a height of entitlement but also it, listen i don't I, I, I don't i'm not mincing my words here it was crazy he was erratic he was right. manic he was basically not base. he said I need these votes. Find them, he said. Find me eleven thousand votes. I need eleven One thousand bo- votes. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys! I, all I need is this. The election was stolen, and every time he came up with some conspiracy theory about something, you know. Well, they were they they took the machines out. Didn't Dominion take the machines or whoever? And they're like, no. Or didn't they change the insides? No. Didn't they get rid of votes or they burned votes or they it, it, um, destroyed votes? No. Everything. Weren't they putting stuff in suitcases? No. no. Every single conspiracy theory that he had, they, 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 um, they denounce it or, um, you know, and to, it was so odd to me because it, it gave me a picture of the people who were around him. They debunked it as a word I'm looking for. Right. It gave mm-hmm. me an idea of the kind of people who are around him. He's surrounding
2: himself with
1: people who believe exactly what he believes. And that's
2: what what shocked me the most when I said he really believes that people are taking the parts. That's Powell, that's her, because the height of her conspiracy theories there, when you look at Giuliani. But what I discovered the most that shocked me, we've always heard about voter suppression. This was voter suppression at its legally finest, at the highest level from a president. That's what really took me aback so much. I went, wow. He actually recorded that phone call. No telling what he did when the guys when he flew the people up from Michigan, what he told them, because that was not recorded and released. I'm pretty sure that conversation was very similar, don't you? The electors from Michigan, of
1: course. And then they were, you know, all at his hotel afterwards having drinks and whatever. And I'm sure that they were very happy about being uh, in the Oval Office. And there was even, I think, one or maybe two, if if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, among them who um at some point was not going to do it and then did it like when it was not going to uh, certify the the election in uh, in their county and then decided to do it and then express remorse about and regret about actually doing it so in some ways they did go along with him but it was too mm-hmm. late it had already been signed and certified so yeah for all of that it's just the brazenness and the entitlement and then of course we can do whatever we want We can do whatever we want. Can't you find me the votes? We're all on the same team. That's exactly what happened on Wednesday. We can do whatever we want. This is our house. We own this. You work for us. And we're taking this over. Entitlement. That's what that is. And quite frankly, it's also white supremacy, especially what happened on Wednesday. We are the people who this country was built around. Therefore, we can do with it whatever we want.
2: I didn't see it play out. I was with my staff on meetings tied up and my wife texted me, said, "Rashawn, they're rushing the Capitol. And I didn't know she was talking about Georgia because in my mind, I couldn't believe when she's Capitol, she was referencing D.C. You actually saw it play it, play itself out. Just walk through just can you walk through your steps in your ma- mind watching this play out? What was running through your mind? The unbelievable procedures, the process? And then yeah, days they, later, you see what we Which one are you that. talking
1: about, Rashawn?
2: I'm talking about when, he, when they, you know, when Donald Trump said, go down there and you got to take this country with force. Oh. Well, I was watching it
1: um, live, and, you know, before I went in, and I said, my, my, my thought was, wow, this is really dangerous. And right. then um, I sent a note to my boss saying, it's really interesting to watch in the same moment Biden was announcing, you know, one of his, um, nominees, I forget, maybe it was attorney general, I forget, but he was talking about who he was going to nominate for a position, how he was going to roll out the vaccine, what he was going to have to do to get the economy back on track. Mm -hmm. And here you had a sitting president airing grievances publicly Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. an election being stolen. And, um, what you needed to do and don't and, and fight and tell basically telling people to go backwards or to be stagnant or, or take your go take your country back and go back to the past, and then you right. had a a president elect trying to pull the country into the future and as just said, this man is the past it's over, and he doesn't realize that he's whipping these people up what he's doing is very danger dangerous and then they started voting on the thing, and no not sooner than they started voting. I started seeing uh, they started putting up, we started getting notes about there were people in the Capitol and that it was getting violent. And I said, and here we go. This is exactly what he wanted. It was so I was I sat there, Rashawn, watching it play out, and I was just, you know, just sort of watching it in awe. Mm-hmm. In awe, that's mm-hmm. the best word. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't it was it was shocking that they were allowing that the Capitol police were allowing them to get as far as they were getting. But mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised that it was happening because that's what we had been warning people of all along. That's what he has been signal- signaling to all along is some right. sort of insurrection and fighting. When you say fight, stand up, be strong, all those things. Mm-hmm. What, is that, what does that do? You're whipping up a crowd. So I right. wasn't surprised that it happened.
2: But when you see it play itself out and you see the facts starting to roll in, you start seeing the backstory, what is the most shocking information that's been delivered to you that you've had to talk about? Since you see the see more details from the FBI for internal security, what is shocking you the most about that insurrection well, moment?
1: was it's, it's um, again, I'm not shocked, but I think what's the most interesting is the coordination. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's not surprising that there may have been people there who were working with them, including members of uh, security, including security members, whether that's police officers, Capitol Mm -hmm. Police or private security there. It's not surprising because law enforcement, um, it is documented, has ties to um, to um, white nationalist groups. Right. And so uh, I'm not even the head of the FBI said the other day that we're going to be surprised to see the things that come out. They are investigating police officers from from uh, the Capitol, and they were investigating Mm -hmm. police officers from around the country, as well as firefighters, as well as um, members of the military. So I'm not surprised that with any militia group that there's that element. And even outside of that, uh, even policing, that, that element is drawn to that. Now, listen. I know that, you know, we always say not all black, not all police officers are bad police officers. Certainly they're not. And I'm not talking about that. And I'm not talking about the brave uh, men and women who put their lives on the line at the Capitol to that day. That was certainly some heroism going on. Right. But it, it, it should be um, concerning to any of us, to all of us, that there are members uh, of the security forces who have been, who are being investigated or at least suspected of possibly participating.
3: T T E R A I,
2: and that's what scares me the most. When you when you look at, look at what, what is happening right now and leading up to what should be an, an, a an historical moment. We're talking about Kamala Harris uh, being officially uh, vice president of this country, and then we it's the several days after the uh, celebrations of Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. It seems so timely. It seems like. Black people should be celebrating. Should we be celebrating this moment? Should the country be celebrating this moment? Or should we be just taking a deep breath and say, what's the future going to hold? We not. We don't know because of Donald Trump.
1: I think we should be in this moment um, optimistic, um, but um, careful mm-hmm. because we don't know what's going to come. And I think that there will be a moment to celebrate. And it, it, it ain't over till it's over. So I think when... Um, the oath of office is given um the, it, this incoming president starts working on his agenda as it relates to the country as it relates to people of color as it relates to getting the uh, people back to work and as it relates to uh to ridding the the nation or, and helping rid the world of a pandemic i think then we can start to celebrate so i think we sh- we should be um optimistic right now. We should be happy that the country is moving in the right direction, moving away from um, white nationalism, hopefully, uh, white supremacy, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, and just dark forces that have been among us uh, and running this country for such a long time. So there's there's gonna be a time to celebrate and um, I hope that time is
2: soon. Well, we, we, when you talk about celebration or non-celebration, COVID 19 is still out there raging. There's no plan of there's a there's two plans out there. There's the opportunity Can we talk about Hulk something speed. before you go
1: to COVID? Mm-hmm. Man, that suit is bad.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sitting here looking like, man, I could rock that on my show.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you something. Um you could because uh, you're you're a fair dresser yourself, my friend. come on now you know the the reality is that when I watch you at TV on at ten o'clock at night, following uh, Cuomo, uh you guys your act together, my friend. I wish I missed
1: my big studio where I could actually because you know I like to dress nicely especially yes, on I do. television and so in the big studio, you know, you had the jib camera swinging around you, and you had yes. three, or four cameras, so you could see your whole suit. And so I would yes. dress for the. No, you
2: just patience. all I see is this. And now
1: this is all you see of me is this.
2: <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's but 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 when right, when man. you're talking, you know, you you're like let's go to other shows. You, they show more. I see uh, I see my man uh, Lester Holt. He's standing sometimes. I get to see his yeah. suit. You know, you see way more of David Mirror. And then you, I get to see probably the shoulders to the top of your head. <laughs> right here. That's it.
1: Boom, boom. So I try to do a good tie, a good pocket square, and a good jacket. But sorry, you were talking about something really uh, important, and that's- uh, No, so yeah, it, it, we were it, raging it's life. And I think head.
2: that levity has to be brought into it, because there are people out there who refuse to leave their homes because of COVID. They've yeah. changed their lifestyle. Sean's Everything's Rashawn, And my wife is like that, too, because of the fact she just doesn't feel safe. And I see Operation Speed. I'm gonna ask you this question here, Don. Okay, they was holding back some of the vaccine for the second pass. Is what and I believe he is right, bad Biden is saying, you know, vaccinate everybody. Vaccinate everybody. I believe that's the right policy to or approach to take. And we just you and I talking. We can't make any of these decisions. I'm just thinking how I think the more people you get vaccinated, the more people can get comfortable and start circulating and moving around this country.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right, and then um, because when you hold some of it back, some of it goes bad. We've learned, right? And so it's better to get it in 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 somebody's arm rather yeah. than having it go bad. But the the uh, the odd thing—it's not even odd—the the fact of the matter, Rashad, is that it not say odd. It's awful. I was just talking uh, to someone who's saying my my family, my fiance saying my family, my, his mom and dad can't even go. You can't find the vaccine where they are and they right. are over the age of 75 and they are eligible and it's but they can't find it in their town. My mom is over the age of 75 mm-hmm. and it is available in her town, but she can't get it because they, uh, either because they haven't reached out or they are the, you know, the, the, the contact information or just something. The rollout on this has been horrific. It's been terrible. They have been losing vials. They have not been using it. They have been opening vials, and then people come in and at the end of the day. They're like, "Oh, we still have so many left in the vial. Run in. Who wants a vaccine?" And they and they you know stick it in people's arms who may not necessarily be um, uh, in you know in the age range to get it now. But I think that mm-hmm. they should do that rather than waste the vaccine. So I think you're right. Get it in everybody's arm as many people as possible at this point, uh, and that way you start to develop this. A real herd immunity, not the, the fake one that they talked about
2: before. You are in a position to talk to us every night. Is your opinion in some ways is fact all My point the time? Of view. It's
1: always based on fact.
2: No. What are, are, are you... Because it's a lot of sad news. It's sad news when we looked at what happened to George Floyd. We look at COVID. Those numbers just keep going up. You look at the lies being played out by Donald Trump the whole third and fourth quarter of this year. You saw the insurrection. How do you feel? What motivates you? I guess I want the question I want to ask to feel good about America.
1: What motivates me to feel considering everything that's going on mm-hmm. that you and I could sit here and talk freely like this? Mm-hmm. that um, you and I have the opportunity to do what we do, um, that um, there are people here who support us and that there are laws that are in place that can, um, that provide us with opportunities. You can't necessarily change people's hearts and their minds, but you can certainly change their behavior through laws, and we have the laws in place in this country. And I think that America is, a, it is the land of opportunity. And so while we have all of these forces who are trying to stop us from doing things, we have all the craziness that's going on in the country. If there is still a way for you to succeed in this country, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be discriminated against. It doesn't mean that you don't know that there's racism and bigotry and all that, and all kinds of phobia, homophobia, all kinds of things mm-hmm. that are out there. But within, when you consider the world, I think this is, um, the best place or one of the best places on earth to have opportunity as a person of color. And so that's what keeps me going. But it also keeps me going that I love this country and I want want it to be better. And part of loving this country and wanting it to be better is being able to criticize it. And that's what the First Amendment is all about. My job is protected by the First Amendment. So, Mm -hmm. and my mouth and my words are protected (laughs) by the First Amendment. And so that's the only way that you're gonna get changed that you're going to get changed is by exercising um, that right, those rights that come under the First Amendment. So uh, as someone who is a big mouth, someone who's curious, someone who loves to get their point of view, and even at times when I'm not on CNN to give my opinion, then there's no other place on earth that I'd rather be than here. And that's what keeps me going.
2: Well, your point of view, I had a lot of fun watching you this week when um, when it was stated that uh, Donald Trump was the most masculine person to ever the whole <laughs>
1: Why are you being messy, huh? Why are you starting... You know what? You starting... You stirring it up.
2: That's my last question, though I I never say this for the end. Either you're going to answer... But I, you were on Fox more than you were on CNN that week. They were showing you every... Tucker Carlson had you, Laura Ingraham, Sean Hannity. I said, is he on Fox now or CNN? But that was the funniest thing, man. I laughed so hard at you the whole week. And sometimes that levity is necessary in these times, these trying times. But boy, you went off, man. You went off, Don.
1: Well, It was such an (laughs) odd answer because because people feel like they've got to um, constantly praise. I was going to say, you know, kiss, whatever. But I feel like they have to constantly praise this man and stroke Mm -hmm. his ego. Um, And the question was, do you think by being on social media that that emasculate him? Mm -hmm. Which means, you know, that did that in in some way... um, Subdue him or steal his thunder, or, or you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Instead of it's like, oh, he's the most masculine, it's like, that's not really, you know, I know he said emasculate, but that's not really where he was going with that question. And for you to sit there and like, uh, uh, he's the most masculine, it's like, shut up, like, <laughs> shut. Just stop it! Stop being ridiculous, because <laughs> that's what got us into this mess in the first place. Is constantly oh my God. having to stroke his ego. But
2: I, I, I want to tell you, I'm to tell you something, Don. Uh, I, I, I like I'm laughing now because I know you're very serious. I know you're very focused, but you're exactly right. When you mishear something and then you state it so badly in the wrong direction, you have to comment the way you commented. And it just brought some great levity and a lot of truth to what we saw.
1: But but I'm glad you said truth, because, again, I try to everything I say is based in fact, because and also part of that is what people at home are feeling. They're tired of this, of the doublespeak of the, you know, all of the praising of the leader and that sort of thing. That's not what America is. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly you can work for someone and yet be critical of them constructively. So, um, you know, or give an honest answer. So hopefully I was speaking for the people at home because I had no idea that it was going to resonate that way. I was just I was just in my feelings and at that moment and stating how I, I, you know, how I felt and how I felt the audience felt.
2: Well, Don, that's why I love you. That's why you know I go to my I, I, you know I get up every day at four a.m. You keep me up till eleven o'clock every night, so okay. I blame you for that. But I'm not happy because, man, you you're a gift, man. You're a gift to us all. Uh, I've seen your growth. I'm so proud that I have a I have an African American I can look up to that speaks my speak, that understands my situation, but tells the story for the people. And that's the difference. You're still speaking for the people. And don't change, please. And I know you won't, but please, my brother, you're special and keep doing what you're doing.
1: Uh, Rashawn, thank you so much And I'm so proud of you And one day I'm going to uh, grow up And be able to dress like you Because you are <laughs>
2: well, One thing I do When you get up to Atlanta I want you to come in my studio And I don't have glass over the photos I want you to sign my photo I see my photo. number
1: three One, two, three
2: Yeah, yeah. I want, I want you to sign time. it Right there I appreciate you, brother
1: Hey, I appreciate you look And you you guys keep Keep, keep doing what you're doing down in Georgia You're saving the world
2: uh, Thank you Thank you. Thank Again, you, if you want to hear more Money Making conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com Subscribe. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws. Or support minority-owned or founded brands by giving gifts from Human Nation and Shea Moisture.
1: Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over 300 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player five.